Hi, I'm Amber. And I'm Lauren. And you're listening to Pearls and Pages. Welcome to episode five. Our New Year's resolution episode. Uh, I would like to apologize in advance uh, for any uh, sniffling, coughing, sneezing, or other disgusting bodily functions that you might hear during this episode. I am recovering from a cold. Lauren I'm is... really focused on other bodily functions. What are you going to do in the studio, Amber? You know, I might sneeze. I might. Uh, well, you already hack, covered that. You said sneezing phlegm, and coughing you know? and stuff. Like... Who knows? Who knows? Um, but anyway. Um, so, uh, first, uh, we should talk about, uh, how our holidays went. Lauren, how was yours? It was really good. You know, I spent it with my family. I've got two younger sisters, uh, seven and 11, and I have a young nephew as well. Uh, nephew, I need to redo that. I have a young cousin as well. However, he was, poor kiddo was sick, so he couldn't come this Aww. year. He stayed home with his mom. That's too bad. Being sick yeah. on Christmas must be the worst. Yeah, he was really sad that he couldn't be there. We're Italian, so we do the whole Xmas Eve thing, though. We've stopped doing the seven fishes at this point because, you know, as, like, people have gotten older and gotten married and stuff, like, it's just gotten a smaller group. I'm sure it's probably a very different thing in reality, but in my mind, I'm just picturing, like, a smaller fish inside of, like, just, like, the fish just getting progressively <laughs> no, larger. No, but it's, no. like, a turducken sort of situation. That is an entertaining <laughs> mental image, but no, it's, um, you serve seven different fish dishes. Oh, that's far less exciting. Yeah. Um, so we used to do, like, crab cakes and stuff like that. <clears throat> now we just have, like, shrimp cocktail and with the appetizers, hey, like a cheese platter and some shrimp, shrimp cocktail. Shrimp cocktail is awesome sauce. That, so there's, you know. Yeah, I ate a lot no of shrimp and deviled eggs. <laughs> Yuck, I hate eggs. Uh, I know you do, but deviled eggs are delicious. Um, anyway, yeah, so even though we don't do the seven fishes anymore, there is still a lot of food because we're Italian and we go big or go home. Um, we had a turkey and a ham this year. Wow. Well, we had a lot of food. stuffed shells and a ham and meatballs. I made three trays of stuffed shells. There were 80 stuffed shells. That's a lot of stuffing. It was. So my sisters are 8 and 11, so, you know, they still have all that Christmas magic. And, you know, it's a lot of fun watching them open their gifts because they get so excited. Um, and did you, you knit things for them this year, right? How did they like their No, gifts? no, I didn't finish any of my knitting gifts, Amber. Oh, you didn't finish the Totoro or the, uh... I was, I made, the I, I made, no, I, I made Sammy a Totoro years ago. I was making a stitch for Lilo and stitch, stitch for Caitlin. that's what it was. I'm but sorry. I ran out of stuffing. Oh, that's right, you were saying. Yeah, the, You ran out, like, the day on Christmas His Eve. head <laughs> took the entire bag of stuffing, so... Is that what's in that basket? That's the, just the bottom of him? That's just his head. Oh my gosh, that's larger than a basketball. How yeah. big is this finished thing going to be? It's um, bigger than the pattern because I'm using a bigger hook and thicker yarn. My goodness. Yeah. Um, but he's going to be awesome, and her birthday's in March, so I'll give him, to her, I'll give him to her then. But yeah, so I didn't, I didn't finish any of my knitting, but moving on. How was your Christmas, Amber? My Christmas was good. It was pretty low-key this year. I uh, spent it with some family friends. Um, and they have a daughter who was very, very excited that I was coming. Um, so yeah, so we just, you know, ate a lot of food and opened gifts and, uh, well, we decorated some cookies, which is always a good time. Um, eating cookies, even more fun. So yeah, so my Christmas was pretty nice. Nice. Uh, did you get anything particularly awesome for Christmas this year? I did. I'm wearing it right now because it's a present Aww. from the wonderful Amber. 
<laughs> um, so I got this awesome library card scarf from Amber, and it's gray and yellow, kind of like a... Yes, and I love it. Um, this is from the website that we mentioned in the last episode when we were talking about good uh, gift ideas for book lovers and knitters, and that is... Outofprintclothing.com. And uh, any of the clothing that you purchase there, um, the proceeds go towards uh, providing um, materials uh, for literacy programs for communities in need. So it's for a good cause, too. Yes. Um, I also got a Zoom loom from my mom. It's this really cute little 4x4 four four pin loom. Cute! And I even had some fun earlier today. I made a little thing on it, a little patch. And uh, it, it came out a little messed up because it was my first time ever using a loom, but it's really cute. I'm going to put pictures of it up on the website. Nice. So are you going to, you know, have another craft too now? Are you going to be doing some weaving as well as knitting? I think I might. Um, I think I'm going to practice on this one a bit and then see if I want to upgrade to a larger loom. I might take a class or something this spring. I'm just imagining Richard is going to come home one day and there's just going to be a huge floor loom in your bedroom. Just it it wouldn't be in the bedroom. Over. It would absolutely be in the middle of our living room. Though. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, tell them about my favorite gift of yours. you got to make it make the sound. Make it make the sound. Okay. So, well, it makes a bunch of different sounds. I don't know which one it's going to make when I hit the button. That's not the one I was thinking of. That could be anything. That could be a Tonka truck. It's not a Tonka truck. Ah! <laughs> and what is it, Lauren? It's a Millennium Falcon alarm clock that I my mom love got it. me. It's awesome. <laughs> Um, I want to wake up to that every morning. It's pretty great. I really do want to wake up to it. Um, my mom also got me a Captain Phasma Bluetooth speaker and this huge, like, talking Yoda that trains you in the Force. Because my parents are awesome and know me very well. <laughs> um, I even have a Star Wars rug for my room now that I need to go put down. <laughs> nice. Richard knows you pretty well, too. I'm loving this my over here. My Triwizard Cup lamp that I need batteries for, but is brilliant. That is so cool. I kind of just want to walk around the house holding it and feeling <laughs> epic. Kara. Did you put your name in the goblet of fire? That was terrible. I know. That was terrible, and I'm so glad that we have that <laughs> recorded for posterity. Your fiancé is English. Shame on you. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> oh. Um... So yes, uh, I also got some pretty cool stuff this year. <clears throat> Lauren got me two wonderful gifts. Um, one that I already knew I was getting because I accidentally found it. Because she's a snoop. I am not a snoop. You left it in plain sight in the yarn room. In the room <laughs> that I go in all the time. Disclaimer, I totally don't think she's a snoop. It's just her reaction is hilarious every time I say it. Moving on. Um, and that gift was the uh, Illustrated Chamber of Secrets, which I was super excited about. And then the other gift was one that she had accidentally shown to me, but I did not know was for me. Uh, she went on a uh, trip to Virginia a while ago and came back with a whole bunch of yarn. 
<clears throat> and there was this one skein that as soon as I saw it was like, oh, this is an amber color, and proceeded to try to steal it for several weeks. <laughs> Meanwhile, the whole time Lauren was thinking like, oh, I accidentally showed it to her. Um, and that yarn, it's really, really beautiful. It's Spirit Trail Fiberworks. I think the base is called Nona, and that's 50% uh, merino, 25% cashmere, and 50% silk. And the colorway is Aquarius. It's this really pretty, like, turquoise, kind of aquamarine blue. Uh, and it's just so soft and has a beautiful shine. It's, it's really pretty. And I'm excited to make a really, really nice shawl out of it. So Lauren knows me well. I do, I try. Amber <laughs> knows me well, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we sort of already covered um, our Christmas knitting. Um, so Lauren... Sadly, was not able to to finish those two gifts, but you did finish. Um, I finished a pair of socks for Richard's grandma. Right. Um, and I don't know how she received it because they're in England, but I'm sure she liked them. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll find out when I see when I see uh, Richard's mom in probably a few weeks. And then the other pair of socks, you finished like one of the socks in the pair, right? Did I? I turned the heel. I haven't finished it. Okay. Um, but I was doing the diamond lace socks for his other grandma, which I will finish up in the next week or so and mail out. And then weren't you also working on a shawl from the Hunter Hammerson collection? I was, yeah, for Richard's mom, which I'll probably give her for her birthday. Okay. Nice. Or Mother's Day, whichever I finish it for first. I have a lot of works in progress, guys. <laughs> um, so I got most of my Christmas knitting done. I um, knit for a smaller number of people this year, um, which is part of why I was able to get so much done, because last year I knit for 15 people, and that was just insane, and I was not doing that again. Um... So I knit for my sister, um, which she actually just called me last night. Um, her gift was supposed to be there on the 21st, but didn't get there till yesterday. I have to go and yell at UPS and get a refund because I paid extra to have it arrive before Christmas, and it did not. Um, but anyway, she, um, she called me last night <clears throat> to open it on the phone with me, and uh, she loved it. I made the, ho the hooded cowl for her, um, which was really soft and cushy, and she loved it. And uh, I made for my friend Lynn um, and the other shawl from the Hunter Hammerson book that I was talking about. Uh, and she wore it all Christmas Day. Aww. So she really liked it. Um, Good. And uh, I don't know how my other gifts uh, have been received yet because uh, I haven't, haven't talked to the recipients. So hopefully they are all pleased. Um, but one thing I did want to talk about was uh, with the shawl, <clears throat> the little mishap that I had with it. Uh, so first of all, uh, the yarn that I used, it was Malabrigo Twist, which the label clearly says is DK weight, and in this case, Malabrigo lied, <laughs> because that was most definitely not DK weight at all. That was, like, Aaron weight, so I don't know if those skeins were just mislabeled or what happened, but it was much, much thicker than I was expecting, so... I couldn't really get the drapey quality that I was looking for, and I didn't have enough, you know, four skeins should have been plenty to make a, a decent size shawl, but it ended up being a little shorter and thicker than I wanted. Um, so then the, it was two days before I was supposed to leave for my trip for Christmas, and I was blocking it, and I left it out all night and all the next day, and it was still sopping wet because it was so thick. So I was like, I have got to, you know, try to try to get more water out of this somehow so I was like let me put it in the dryer for just a few minutes you know I'm gonna keep watching it check on it like every 10 minutes I figured it wouldn't felt if it was you know so brief but alas it did uh not 
I really wish I'd been home that night. It wasn't completely felted, but it was enough that I was sad. So don't ever take chances and play fast and loose with your knitting. You know, if it's just, if it's not super washed, don't take the chance. Don't put it in the dryer. So, so there was that, but she loved it anyway. And uh, we wanted to talk about proper reactions for non-knitters receiving knitted gifts because I have had both experiences where I give somebody something and they are so excited and appreciative and you know they understand and are grateful for how much work you put into it and then I've had the other situation where people just feel like oh that's nice thanks yeah, see, I kind of want that honesty because then I know that I will never, ever knit that person anything ever again. <laughs> I guess that's true, but at the same time, it's just so soul-crushing to know that you spent weeks, you know, possibly even months knitting this for someone, and to hear them just say, oh, that's cool, but oh, I, don't, I don't really think I'm going to wear this, or oh, I don't really like the color. If you're, if you're receiving a hand-knitted gift, the appropriate reaction is something like, wow, or I can't believe you made this. You know, even if you don't think you're going to wear it or like it, just, just let them know how much you appreciate their time. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, I'm pretty selective about who I will knit for because of stuff like that. Because, like, I've knit things for people and never seen them wear it, even if their reaction was, you know, a positive one. And I'm like, if I knit you one or two things and you never ever wear them, I'm either knitting you the wrong things or you don't deserve my knitting, so I'm going to stop knitting for you. Yeah, I want, I want to give people a knitted gift and see them wear holes in it because they knit it so, or because they wear it so often. Yes. I, I will happily knit for those people over and over and over again. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so I guess that's a good time to talk about uh, any things that we started knitting or reading over the holiday break. Oh boy. So I went back to work the week before Christmas and that was such a big mistake because I've been so burnt out. I'm working well, in retail. Re yeah, retail around Christmas time is not so. Yeah. And so I didn't, I, I got <laughs> trained, but like barely for certain things. And that is on no way reflection of the company I'm working for. It's just, I got thrown into the fire immediately and it's been like four years since I worked in retail. Oh my God. So I've been really burnt out. So I have not been, uh, I did not do much knitting over the holiday. I have since picked up my knitting uh, as of Christmas day. Um, but I didn't read much. All I did was play video games when I wasn't working. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to kind of zone out. Completely. And take a so I played a lot of Mario Run, which is on the iPhone right now. It's Super Mario for your phone and it's a lot of fun. Um, it's expensive. It's a $10 game. Like you can play the first world for free and then after that it's 10 bucks to unlock the rest of it. But for the amount of joy I've gotten out of it in entertainment, it was absolutely worth the 10 bucks. Nice. Um, and I've been playing Pokemon Moon still. I've finished the main storyline, and I'm doing all the extra stuff now. And I started playing the new Final Fantasy XV. If you guys can't tell, I'm a gamer. <laughs> um, many hobbies, all of them expensive. Um, so yeah, so I've been doing a lot of video gaming, uh, which has been great, and I enjoy it, but I have not read, like, anything. <laughs> But you did pick up your sweater, which I'm yes. so excited about. Um, I did. I have been knitting the Tacoma sweater. Since before I met you. Yeah. So I bought it when I first started at this one job uh, three, four years ago. I bought all the yarn for it. And I bought the 
the Eco Plus from Cascade in charcoal gray, silver gray, and dark plum. And dark plum is the main color. Excuse me. Um, and I started it three, squeaky, four years ago. Squeaky, squeaky. Every time I listen to you, your chair, it's just making so much noise. Sorry. Okay, so <laughs> I started it like three, four years ago, and I messed up the back of it at one point, and it laid it lay in hibernation for about a year because I just screamed obscenities at it and threw it in a dark cabinet. Well, it's it's Fair Isle knit flat, isn't it? Yes, it is, and I really should have learned how to steek instead of knitting this flat. Yeah, I can't imagine doing Fair Isle purling on the back. That it took insane. me a while to get the hang of it. So like the beginning was rough going at first. But I've definitely gotten the hang of it now, and it's fine, but I'm, I'm getting there. It's almost done. I have knitted up one whole side. The shoulder is attached, uh, connected. I'm working on the other side now, and then all I need to do is the button band, shawl collar, and sleeves. I can't wait for you to finish this, because with as long as you've been knitting, it is insane that you don't have a sweater for yourself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, I started knitting again shortly after you started this. And I have since knit three sweaters. Well, five, if you count the fact that I've knit that one three times. Yes. So. <laughs> um, so what about you, Amber? Have you been doing any reading this holiday or knitting? I have been. I am in the middle of two books right now and then one audiobook. So I'm still listening to Harriet Wolfe's Seventh Book of Wonders, which is still fabulous. I'm really enjoying that. And I started reading The Pickwick Papers by Charles Dickens because, as I mentioned in the previous episode, I always read Little Women around the holidays. And they reference the Pickwick Papers in that book a lot. And I decided I finally wanted to see what that was all about. So I picked that up and I'm really enjoying it. You know, Charles Dickens often writes about, you know, what it's like to live in the workhouse and you know, people suffering and, and poverty stricken but this book is a little bit lighter and I forget how funny he is because he does write about such serious topics so often but he is a really humorous writer and, and he makes great observations and mm -hmm. uh, so it was really nice to get to read something of his that was a little bit lighter and then I also picked up a book that I have been wanting to read forever and have not been able to find in any bookstore that I have visited so finally I just bought the ebook and that is The Visitors by Sally Bowman and it's sort of a I mean it, it is a novel but it's I guess I would say it's, it's historical fiction it's about the uh, discovery of King Tut's tomb in the 1920s and sort of all of the <clears throat> the people that were that were involved in that so it's pretty good so far I'm, I'm not too far into it but it's interesting and uh, what did, oh, well, you haven't really been knitting anything other than the sweater? Than the sweater. And I did start reading a new book today. Oh, oh, good. Um, I had a credit on Audible, so I went ahead and picked up The Princess Diarist by Carrie Fisher. It was her most recent biography. And I've been pretty messed up over her dying. Like, I've never been upset over a celebrity death, but Carrie Fisher messed me up. You know, I've looked up to her since I was a kid. She was Princess Leia, and then she was, you know, this amazing role model for mental health. I mean, she's she's advocated it for years, and, you know, Carrie Fisher will always have a special place in my heart. And uh, so I figured, in honor of her, I would read her book. <laughs> her latest one. I've read some of her other ones. I would wish read Wishful Drinking when I was, I think when it first came out, years ago. 
Um, I love her. She's funny and just the right amount of serious. And it's been nice listening to it because she also narrates it as well as her daughter. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Well, R.I.P. Carrie Fisher. Yeah. You will be missed, Princess Leia. <laughs> you should knit something Star Wars themed in her honor. I've been thinking about it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I am in the middle of, um, of a project right now. I don't know if I mentioned, I think I did on the last episode, that I'm doing a swap. I'm part of the Never Not Knitting Ravelry group, because I'm a big, big fan of everything that Alana does, and they were doing a Winter Wonderland swap. So you're supposed to knit one of the Never Not Knitting patterns for your swap partner and then include a bunch of other little little gifty things in there. And my package from, well, the way it works, so you get one person and then somebody else gets you. So it's not like, you know, the person who gets you, you also get. Was that English? I don't know if that made sense. <laughs> so the same two people don't swap between each other. You're sending a package and then that person's sending a package to another person. And exactly. It's like a Thank you. Thank you. Uh, anyway, so the person who got me uh, was a lovely lady from Cornwall, and she made for me the beautiful thicket hat from Never Not Knitting out of this alpaca yarn. It's this really pretty chocolatey color, and she told me the name of the alpaca. His name is Conquistador, which I find delightful. <laughs> and uh, she included some beautiful yarn that's made in Cornwall. It's uh, blacker Cornish tin yarn. And the colorway is Wheel Rose Red, which of course makes me think of Poldark. <laughs> uh, and that is 70% wool, 10% mohair, and 20% alpaca. So I'm really excited to knit something with that. I'll have to find a special project. So then once that came, I was like, I gotta kick my butt into gear and start knitting for my swap partner. So I started making the... Um, What's the name? I wrote it down here, but I can't even read my own writing. Okay, the Ivy Trellis Mix by Alana Dacos, uh, Never Knit, Not Knitting. And I'm knitting those out of Knit Picks Hawthorne Fingering in the Forest Park colorway. It's a dark green and then has little bits of silver in it. It's very pretty. And, uh, yeah, that's really all I'm working on. I'm going to get back into knitting that Feral sweater, the Atlantic Star Jumper oh, that yay. I talked about ages ago. Um, I'm excited to see that finished. Me too. I'm, I'm actually thinking that I might rip it out and start again because I'm I'm sort of in between the two sizes and I'm worried that by knitting the bigger size it was going to be too big and maybe I should just adjust my gauge a little bit and knit the smaller size. So maybe you can help me do some math on that one and figure out what I should do. Absolutely. So I guess now is a good time to talk about our, our resolutions for 2017. Yes, I've actually decided to make some this year. All awesome. knitting and reading relating. <laughs> As are mine. <laughs> um, so my one big knitting resolution is I have a million and one works in progress. I have a work in progress list a mile long. I have things I started seven years ago when I was still living with my grandmother that I haven't finished yet. <laughs> That have moved to Connecticut from New Jersey with me. Um, so I want to finish at least five of my works in progress before I cast on anything new this year. That's a very good goal. It is. It is. I really hope it happens. 
ones. <laughs> and I'm on a good start. Uh, you know, it's not even the new year yet. And I've already been working on the Tacoma sweater and it's been moving fast. So it's such a bulky yarn. Like it does knit up quick. Uh, just, I don't know why I put it away. <laughs> well, sometimes you need to take a break when, when a particular project is frustrating you rather than exactly. plow through it and, and get more and more frustrated. You know, knitting is supposed to be a fun, relaxing hobby. So yeah. sometimes you gotta just walk away for a few minutes. Or a few months. A few months or a year. Two years. <laughs> <laughs> and my reading resolution is almost the same thing. I have all these books that I've bought and not read. Like piles of books that I've bought and not read. Especially lately because when I get stressed out I go to the bookstore and I buy myself a book and I feel better. And... It doesn't help that our knit night has now been moved to Barnes & Noble. I know. We're surrounded by temptation. I know. Um, so I want to read 20 books that I already own. And that's not before I read new ones. It's just throughout the year, I need to read at least 20 books that I already own. That's also a good goal. Yeah. Um, so those are my those are my resolutions for this year. How about you, Amber? Uh, well, knitting related, I want to knit at least three sweaters this year because I have, I think, six or seven sweater quantities worth of yarn. Mm -hmm. And it's taking up a lot of space. So that I am finding it difficult to buy new yarn. That's not to say that I don't still do it. I just do it and then have no place to put it. And it spills <laughs> out of its confinement and takes over my life. So I need to try to knit, knit up three sweaters worth and then I'll have some more room. Uh, on a similar vein, I want to try to be a little more um, discriminating with the yarn that I buy. I have a tendency to just go on and buy... You know, a single skein here or there because it's pretty and not have a project in mind for it. And so then it sits for years until I can find something. So I'm going to try this year to only buy yarn if I have a project in mind. Uh, and then in terms of reading, uh, I do not want to allow myself to buy any physical books this year because I'm going to have to move at the end of the summer and I <laughs> had a really hard time packing up and lugging all of the books that I already own. So I don't want to add to that. So any books that I buy must be eBooks this year. And then uh, I also want to, because I'm going to be starting graduate school soon, I'm probably not going to have as much time for reading because my reading time is going to be all devoted to reading academic journals. So I am going to try to focus more on audiobooks as well. I want to try to listen to at least two a month. So those are my goals. Nice. I think we've both got some good goals going here. I think so too. It would be helpful. So we would love for you to email us and tell us what your goals are, if they are uh, knitting or book related. Yeah, if you've got any knitting and uh, reading resolutions this year, email us and tell us about them. We're at pearlsandpages at gmail.com. Uh, please also feel free to visit our Ravelry group. Which is Pearls and Pages on Ravelry. And we're also at pearlsandpages.wordpress.com. Uh, until next time. Thanks, thanks for, for listening! listening.